A South Korean Netflix web series in its second season, Sweet Home returned in early December after a three-year hiatus. Amusingly enough, season three is expected to be released in 2024. Much like international hit Godzilla Minus One, this show has a monster-centric plot boosted by a gargantuan budget aiming to tap into audiences' appetite for uninterrupted action, gore, and horror. For anyone disillusioned by Apple's Invasion or War of the Worlds for being dull and bland, Sweet Home doesn't go five minutes without some sort of explosion, monster, gunfight, a battle of any sort. It's the closest thing I've seen to a live action anime when talking about violence specifically. Like The Last of Us, District 9, The Strain, I Am Legend, the monsters were human at one time, and while it's obvious season one was a simple survival against these mutant beasts, the season two hour and 10 minute premiere uh, wanted to establish that the monsters are actually good, going so far as to say, are the humans actually the real monsters, kind of like Westworld, the Twilight Zone, Creature, Cabin in the Frankenstein. Woods, everything, yes. Uh, remember how quickly, though, The Walking Dead ditched the premise of the zombies possibly being good, like still they holding... They had that premise? Why? Remember when the girl in the first episode, the wife of Oh, you're talking the Morgan, pilot, yeah. Yeah, of course, uh, walked up and then she started opening the door to her home again as if she remembered. Yeah. And they've tried to explain that. I think Robert Kirkman said later on was like when the outbreak first occurred the the humans were like still fresh enough their bodies were still fresh enough where their mind might still have resonant memories but like over time it, that quickly went Degraded. away and that's why the zombies got stupider and slower um this it's like the monsters have mutated and if they mutate for a long enough time like 15 days because the humans get infected and then there's like 15 days this is explained in the intro that's oh, why i know it okay then then they become like hybrids and they regain some of their humanity. So and I had so, a game. I had a game called "Which One Didn't Happen in Season One of the Series," and you were supposed to guess which one was fake. And I had people learn the season if you go past three weeks, twenty-one days of being banned, you don't transform. You have survived the infection. But yeah, it was fifteen. I didn't know they were going to get that way in the intro. Yeah, because the main character is a hybrid, and I don't think he started off the show as a hybrid because in the pilot, which I saw years ago when it came out december 2020 yeah again that that three-year gap that they had um giant hiatus obviously covid induced um yeah so cha 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 hyun su um that's the main character he's gotten a haircut because originally <laughs> i didn't recognize him but he is a hybrid human he's escaped the apartment complex that uh, everybody the green was at home apartments and yeah. i think he's turned himself into the humans this military faction that's trying to figure out what's going on. So what happened at the end? You want me to explain what happened at the end yeah, of the yeah, first please. season? Green Home Apartments, because all those people were locked up in there, used a system of underground tunnels to escape, and a lot of them end up being put into custody. Well, yeah, because it made it seem as if Hyun Soo had turned himself in, that he wants to help humanity come up with some sort of cure. Um, and, but then he wakes up and he finds Sang Wook, who I guess is like the main villain. He's died at one point. And like, yeah. you know, symbiotes in um, the Venom movies where they take over your body, they're supposed to be sort of parasitic, but they end up helping Tom Hardy's character or, or uh, who well, I forgot the, the Venom guy's name. Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock, perfect, yes. So that's kind of how uh, Pyong Sang Luke's powers work. He is driving this ambulance slash military vehicle to transport Hyun Su. I don't know how he's gotten he got control shot. of it. He got shot in the finale. That's why Hyun Su is in the vehicle. Hyun Su got shot or Sang Wook got shot? Hyun Su. Okay, shot. anyways, we see these flashbacks that Sang Wook is having. He's like PTSD. He's half villain, half good guy. And he, he wants to stop Hyun Su from turning himself in. So they start having this big fight scene in the car. And Sang Wook clearly doesn't want to kill Hyun Su. But Hyun Su sees Sang Wook as like the 
super evil dude and they end up crashing the car after a good like 10 minutes it's it's a good 10 minute battle there's explosions going on military military helicopters because of course yes but vfx all over the place but the coolest part the coolest vfx is when his arm um sang wook's arm turns into the venom creature like he's mm-hmm. able to extend it michael jordan style from space jam and like pin um hyun su anyways they fight until they are able to escape and then they end up going to a mall together where <laughs> wait they go to um oh is it abandoned like stranger things uh yeah it's of course it's abandoned because everything's in an apocalypse right, south korea was destroyed by the monsters so. sang wook yeah promises hyun su that he's going to be a better dude he's not going to just kill indiscriminately he's not going to kill all the humans in fact i think hyun su kind of convinces sang wook to turn himself in with him to the military base however by the time that they get there near the end of the episode that's when sang wook is again having these ptsd flashes in his mind and and he's i i can't tell if he's evil or good yet but like he crashes the car into the military place with a bunch of uh these military dudes who die and then hyun su gets out of the car because obviously he can survive almost everything and uh he's like looking around and he has to kill one of the soldiers who asked to die because he's in so much pain and then he takes sang wook's body who's like basically knocked out and starts pulling him and that's where the military shows up again shoots him up like both of them so they're both dead no that's the thing they can't die but they are again it kind of leaves off in the same place that they were found in which is that they've been uh indisposed and now the military is going to be able to take them and do tests on them or whatever what have you that's half of the storyline the other half of the storyline is following these two girls who i'm not exactly sure how they relate to the first season which, but they which were story in the apartment was more interesting the one for with sure the hue and sue because uh th- that one's that was the one with the well i don't want to say more action because in the two girls storyline they are in an access tunnel to a military checkpoint or something mm-hmm. but at the same time it's very clear that the military doesn't really know what it's doing um it's kind of playing it by ear it's killing people who they are expecting to or suspecting are sick but really they're not doing any of the uh checks to actually tell if they are i think that authority has just yes. kind of gone out the window when it comes to this show in south korea because in the first episode the president on tv transforms into a zombie live with the military eliminating him on the spot so it seems like the military has kind of aside from the monsters taken control of south korea one thing the show doesn't do which i find funny is like with monster movies or any sort of monster tv show whether it be to cut costs or just to make it look or, or like scare you but without showing you mm-hmm. is they usually show you uh, someone about to get eaten and then they cut away to it from it right like, walking soon, dead did that all the time or or like they'll show you the original snap and then they'll like you'll see a split second of death and then they'll yes. go to the next thing but this concentrates on it, it. Lingers so on it, it? It, it not only does it linger on it it just like in the tunnel scene the the two girls are in this uh, long line of people that are trying to escape and then the military starts hearing on their intercoms like this weird baby and so they start like going over to this weird like uh, set of jumbled scrap metal, and inside. Oh, we're gonna get baby monsters. That's what's gonna happen. That is what is going to happen. But first, we're gonna get the baby mama monster, and she pops out. She's ugly as all hell, but she's not attacking anyone. The military doesn't really realize that. They just start shooting uh, like crazy, and they start killing themselves because they're just so bad at it. So most of the so people that, who that die in this episode. Ran? Most of the people, no, it's the fact that they're just trying to shoot this thing, but because it moves so fast, they end up shooting each other because they're they're like, they don't care where the bullets uh-huh. go. 
So they murder themselves. This thing scares everybody off. Then this other military unit comes in to try to like clean everything up. They're noticing that everybody who's dead doesn't have monster bites. They have bullets in them. And then they find the mom and they start to try to shoot at it. But it's still not trying to hurt anybody until the military again hears the baby. They walk over to it. They pull the baby out. It's not violent. It's just kind of gaggling and stuff. And and I think it speaks English. And the mom like hears her baby from so far away, turns around, busts through a lot of the military dudes, the soldiers, but doesn't kill any of them. And then that's when the soldiers get afraid and like burn the mom to death, shoot it to death. And then they stab the baby in the stomach. Oh my God. Um, So the baby's dead. No, of course not. Because the baby's a mutant zombie. And one of the soldier dudes, one of the top guys is like, we're not going to hurt the ones that aren't actually hurting us, even though they just killed the mom. (laughs) So they let the baby go. And so the baby goes scuttling. Wait, off. wait. So they just let the monster go now. Well, this is a tiny little baby. It's it's a baby monster. And the point is that like uh, humanity can exist in many forms. Uh, at the same time, at the military place where I assume Hyun Su and Sang Wook will end up, uh, you have them doing tests on certain monsters. And this is there's a Doctor Lim Bam Sum, and he's in the emergency management bureau, the central command, whatever. They're all talking, and he has the idea that humans have only been around for like less than two hundred thousand years, and maybe these monsters are actually a vaccine to the humans, which are destroying the planet. Okay, so, so that does follow the webtoon because this is based on a webtoon. Yeah, and so the only other scene that I'm avoiding is that one of the tests that they do. There's this girl there that they bring in her mom. She's obviously obviously been infected not the mom the girl and uh they asked the mom to try to like talk to her daughter but the daughter has like edward scissor hands um like and ends up slicing her mom and then they burn her to death oh, not the mom but the daughter, the daughter again uh to and so they're obviously afraid of these things to the point where they're just going to keep killing them but we're supposed to ask ourselves whether or not the hybrids are the good guys the humans are the good guys or are the monsters now the good guys? Well, the, one of the yeah. reasons they turn into monsters is because it's not like 28 Days Later. In fact, the plot reminded me a little bit of Pontypool, where it was the English language that was infected. Here, it's not blood. It's actually human desire. And I was wondering how That's they interesting because that. they literally show that blood when when I think it was uh, Pyong saying Wook having his PTSD, that the blood had gone into him. So it does seem like it would be that. But um, it, we don't see anybody getting infected in this episode. It reminds me mostly of the hybrids you see in Chainsaw Man mm. with the devil creatures. Yes. How they can link up with humans. And, and, and at least with Chainsaw Man, he is, uh, he is kind of a, still able to retain a lot of his own personal emotions. I feel like the reason this show is so popular is because of the VFX work. It's got a critical acclaim for it. They got people who worked on Avengers, Avatar, Stranger Things, and Game of Thrones all. And then they made them help with the digital effects for this yeah my pros are it's savagery um and if you really like the bloody gore and in the constant action and the michael bayness of it <laughs> then you're gonna love this show the tempo um like the pilot it's just not a lot of let up 
Um, and uh, every 15 minutes, 10 minutes, it was kind of mapped out in a different section of the story. And each one of them, uh, definitely. The mall scene, which would be probably the most boring one, where you just have Hyun Soo and Sang Woo talking it out uh, and trying on suits to try to look good. <laughs> um, there's this weird kleptomaniac monster that ends up chasing this one innocent woman. But like it, the monster itself isn't even that bad. It just really wants to steal a bunch of stuff. So, so they, the monsters, yeah, you really mean that the monsters could be the good guys because you've only described the mom who, is, who isn't who is even killing any of the soldiers who are messing with her baby. You're talking about this monster not not even wanting to kill the girl they're running after. In the pilot, and also I'm assuming the first full season, the monsters are clearly bad guys. Yes. Like they, they, they just go and they kill people a lot. But the ones that are more focused on, um, being, on being protective to their children or those who don't really care about humanity and are more just interested in clothes... Um, th those are probably the ones that you can sympathize with the most. The, the cons to the show is that we don't really learn too much and not a lot is accomplished in this episodes. We knew already that humans are flawed and especially in a catastrophic event where the world is overrun by monsters, people are going to be ill-equipped to survive, including yes. those in the military. And that's kind of rather common sense. This episode leads us off with um, the hybrids indisposed, like I said earlier, and that's exactly how it started off. So it doesn't really feel like that's progressed. The only thing is the two girls have common a um, tank because the guy who was running the tank didn't realize that they were going to be badass, but I guess they went through so much at the hotel that now they are not afraid to like take over things when they need to. I know that Si Yu Kung, the, uh, the person who plays her, Lee Si Yung, is actually an amateur boxer, singer, and actress, and her character isn't in the webtoon, but they wanted to add a badass female character, so they just decided to uh, in yeah, and I read somewhere that Hyun Soo, like, that's his love interest. One of them is? Yeah. Yes, okay. And then uh, the other cons is that the prospect of being stuck in a hotel, like in season one, with a bunch of monsters outside, seems more extreme than what I saw here, which was a lot of daylight, a lot of outdoor stuff. It, it almost felt like if this didn't have the VFX, it would be like War of the Worlds, where things were just too big for the show itself. Right. However, that budget does help, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, $26.5 for the first season, and I can only imagine since they shot season two and three back-to-back -back, that it had even That's a bigger budget. That's why the next season's coming out in 2024, It was, right? yes, summer of yeah. 2024 is predicted, and it was the first season was viewed over 1.2 billion times. Yeah, there's a lot of shows coming back. I even read a, the most recently like Bridgerton's coming back, I think. Uh, didn't connect the characters as much as I wanted to was the last one. Yes. Because uh, I, I just didn't see them as superhuman while I was watching them just tear each other's guts out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so multiple episodes do not have the main character in it, huh. Hume Sue, that you were talking about. And you wouldn't Is be it because he's getting his haircut during those episodes? No, or? it's actually because so many of the actors in this show became famous that they had their scheduling conflicts. That's cool. So he's only in a little over half the season. And you might think that's cool, but actually it's played a factor in how audiences react to this thing. You wouldn't think so because the first season has an 83% critic score, 85% audience score. And then the second season has an 80% score and 48% audience score. I so give you this might... episode a 6 out of 10. So it passes for you. Yeah, because I mean, it's like different. It's got way more action than the typical show. And, and especially for apocalypse shows where you're kind of starved with things like Apple's Invasion. This is this is a nice little um, breath of fresh air. And uh, at the same time, though, I don't 
think I would stick around to watch just every single episode do the same thing. Yes, because it, this is the first season was 10 episodes. This is eight episodes. But as you said, they're supposed to, I think, even be longer than the first season. And uh, one of oh, the, this one was super long. One yeah. of the problems that a lot of the audience members have had is that the season serves as a complete setup for season three. This is my fear is that I could jump to the finale of season two and that I would be able to understand it which would mean that nothing has really been accomplished, again, not only throughout this episode, but throughout the full season. One of the main problems people have said is that there's too many new characters that they try to introduce this season. Not in the first episode. In the so, first episode, okay. we, we just follow the people, I think, that we've seen before. No, I think so too, but they're supposed to be kind of sidelined after, I think, halfway through the season, and it's just supposed to follow the new characters, which people do not find interesting. Yeah, I know this is just a podcast on the first episode. I know that the director... <laughs> which doesn't have a title, right? That I don't think season two, episode no, one has I, a title. I think, no, I don't Yeah, think that's so. just what it's called. I don't think any of them do. Lee Yung Bok, who is the director for this, actually worked on Descendants of Sun. It's one of the main reasons I think he was able to get this series, because Descendants of Sun was so internationally acclaimed Successful? and popular. Yeah. It, like, it even caused a rise in tourism in South Korea. Well, that's why I compared it to Godzilla minus one with, with how a Japanese film, especially in a market where we've already got a Godzilla franchise, mm -hmm. uh, was able to cross that barrier just because you know that there's an audience appeal with this big budget type stuff. And I'm happy to see other countries jump in. So this guy, they brought a board, they uh, put in a bunch of famous people. You said they brought in a bunch of uh, Avengers uh, production Avatar. people. Yes. From, yeah, yeah. And then it was even in 2022, it was brought back up that they were going to renew season two and season three and season three is supposed to be the end of the whole series. And okay. the webtoon, I think, is also finished, but it didn't finish before season one came out. So they guess kind of that's why it differentiates so much from what the webtoon has. Yeah. If you're looking for live action comparisons, you have to look at Sweet Tooth Invasion District 9, that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, if you're looking at anime onesies, like fall uh, titan uh, what was it attack on attack titan, on titan yeah. uh chainsaw man um it, it's got like a grand theft auto it's funny how grand theft auto is coming out with the sixth one i think um because this is bloody tanks bazookas missiles helicopters people stealing stuff like it's yeah that's what it is it's just a big old grand theft auto game but in korea with uh some monsters have they ever added monsters to grand theft auto i, I don't think so i don't think so. I don't think so all right thanks for listening we'll see you on the next episode hope you enjoyed this one bye bye